0: Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast. Creating pathways, connecting people to Christ, to others, to purpose. Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast. We are back after a week off. Last, uh, last week when we typically record on uh, Tuesday was a holiday, so did not get a chance to be with you last week. And uh, we have had a couple of weeks where we're just talking about the gospel. So mm. in Mark... Mark 8, I uh, came across last Sunday, or I mean last week, through the week, but uh, on Sunday presented this idea of these stories, and I was just taken by the fact, initially it started with the idea of the blind man and his progressive miracle in his life. And then as I began to read through the chapter and study a little bit, think about it, I recognized there were bookends, stories to that blind man, and uh, I, it just started a... a Kind of a train of thought and uh, kind of an awareness, and so ultimately the uh, the message on Sunday was the the making of a miracle, and I thought about you know calling it a miracle in progress, but the the making of a miracle. So we identified three different things, and then and then even in in, in the context of all that, I saw three different questions. So it kind of was an unfolding message for me uh, that started in Mark eight and then went into Second uh, Corinthians five. So nice to be back in studio with Arnick, Delhi and Melinda. What's up everybody? Welcome, welcome. Hello everybody. Yo. So, what kind of what kind of uh what kind of things hit you on this whole uh miracle in progress? What do you think the benefits are of recognition that miracles can be immediate or
1: they can be incremental? Um Well, I I wrote down and I underlined it. Miracles are not linear sometimes, right? Like, And and sometimes, right? Again, they can be very direct in the moments. I mean, I've had experiences where that's happened to me where immediately felt better when something healing or... um, And then there's other times where it's been a crazy path of up and down and over and left and right and... And then I and then reflecting on it, being like wow that was that was a miracle that that even happened where where I ended up at the end of that, right? Yeah. Um, uh personally, in my life, I think of uh, one time where miracles were not linear. Um, I remember i <laughs> I was in the process of uh, coming across my wife and I barely had a job and my car was totaled and lots of debt and um and not knowing what to do with my with my life in in the sense of my purpose and and with money and all those things and just felt like oh my word I I need to just surrender this to God and asking him right for just direction and to be a seek his kingdom first is what it was seeking his kingdom first and then once that kind of aligned, and then it was like, I met my wife. Uh, mm. I got, I, somebody, ga- I got given two vehicles when I had zero riding my bike and met my wife. And then she was like, I feel like I want to pay off your debt, right? All that happened within a year, right? And those, that was not like just instantaneous. And, but it was like, that was over like several years. And then reflecting on that, like, oh my gosh, that was, it was totally a miracle of, this was given to me, this happened, and that happened. Yeah. and the life change that happened in me in it as well, True. right? Like that, So I don't know, that was something that I, I was definitely thinking about when we were talking about this. Like, we are miracles in the making. Miracles can be instantaneous and happen, and they can be just this <laughs> up and down.: progressive. Yeah, progressive, yeah, yeah. yeah unfolding. Yeah, unfolding of, of re- and then reflecting on it and noticing it in, in hindsight, right? Um, so that's what I, that's what was really hitting me a lot.
0: <clears throat> the idea of uh, a miracle not being linear. Uh, there are these little tests that you have, these little fun tests that says uh, a row of numbers, one, two, four, eight, sixteen. 16. What's the next number? Well, it's 32. That's the progression, right? Mm-hmm. So you see the pattern and you project. And I think we as human beings, not a, not a bad thing. But we, we value the ability to project, the ability to watch pattern, the ability to replicate mm-hmm. and redo it and find the formulas. Right, yeah. We value the ability to find the formula. And the point was that, you know, five loaves, two fish yeah. produce 12 baskets. Mm-hmm. But the original one was seven loaves, seven baskets full. So yep. seven to seven. So five should be five and 12 should be 12. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and even spitting in the man's eye, right? Mm-hmm. It should be That's how you heal blind people. You spit in their eye. Um, and our love for that and our propensity to, to want it and, and, frankly, feel super comfy and, and uh, kind of on it when, when we can figure it out and kind of know uh, the formula. for. Uh, we were just watching a video about uh, people being filled with the Spirit, and what that man did became a formula that I heard all around this country of people simply repeating the formula. And I'm, I'm sure good things happened, but it was that kind of thing where now, okay, this worked, and now mm. we're going to repeat the formula. Yeah,
2: formulaic. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And the point being is that God is not that is not a that is not the deal,
2: mm. right? I think we get wrapped up sometimes in the result or the story that is affected by the miracle that we still don't get to the root of what the miracle is. So the word I think is staphna in the Greek. And it just speaks to the response of the individual, the disruption itself, and their awe, and their how it how it inspires them. I think the Latin is miraculum, and it means the same thing. I, and in studying after hearing the word from Sunday, that was so potent, very touching, and again, I love to always put the plug in. I get to go and listen to it two or three times while I'm editing it to go online. And um, and just studying that, the miracle is not the result. The miracle is not the blind man. The miracle is not the killing of the leper. The miracle is the disruption itself. It's the getting God's attention. Because two things are always present in all of the New Testament miracles. Either Jesus was disrupted from something he was doing, or someone's life was disrupted. So the miracle is just the astonishment. Mm. That's what the word means is the astonishment or the sense of awe in the individual. Because everything that you describe Delhi as a miracle, some people feel like that's a miracle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it leaves you astonished. and it can happen in hindsight. Mm-hmm. That's how it happened with the leper. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, He came back. It, did, it doesn't say that he stayed. He came yeah. back to Jesus yeah. with thanksgiving. So I think that was framed in the sermon, just that disruption and causing Jesus to change his trajectory of where he was going. Well,
0: at one point it said yeah. that people begged him to heal yeah. the blind man, and I just mentioned that briefly, but like what? Jesus is supposed to want to heal everybody and be in everybody's deal mm-hmm. and one of them. I had
2: never heard yeah. that. Well, yeah. That's what it said. They, yeah. they,
0: they yeah. It was so clear in the <laughs> scripture. <laughs> they begged him. Yeah. And you know, I, that's like, hey man, will you come over and help me out? Sure. No, 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 no. Begged him. Please. Like I get uh, a vision yeah. of a crowd cheering. Come on, come on Jesus. Man, do <laughs> Please do you it, can
2: man. Do it. And, yeah.
0: um, and then for him, the disruption that I think about is the pressure to have to have it right. And Jesus touched you and the pressure to have to have it right. Mm -hmm. And what I'm, again, pressured to settle for, I see men as trees walking. That's better than not seeing men at all. So, and this is awkward, and we're talking about Jesus here, and I don't want to revoke the miracle by unbelief. So, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Fine. We have a we have a hilarious story, right?
3: I was gonna say this you guy, tell that Mike story. Easter,
0: he's so funny, <laughs> man. He's an evangelist still. He's been doing it for probably thirty years. And he tell he told a story when he was a new new convert and they were in a healing service and it was one of the old school deals, you know, where people are calling folks out and do you have this and do you have that? And and Mike, I, I, for sake of this story, I think it was his I think it was his left ear. So I, I can't uh, remember if it's left or right, but his we'll say his left ear, and he couldn't hear. Couldn't hear his left ear. And so uh Anybody with a hearing issue. And Mike raises his hand, like throws his hand up. And uh, he says, I can't hear. I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble hearing out of this ear. And he points to his right ear. And so just in the moment, pointed to the wrong ear. And so the guy prays over him. And everyone prays. And he starts speaking into his right ear, which Mike goes nuts, goes crazy, because he can hear the man's voice. In his right ear, and he goes bananas. And it was a Pentecostal church, and they, he's telling the story. And they went nuts. Yeah. Everybody was crazy. And he's like, woo! And he's like, wow. And then he, he noticed the person to his left, he couldn't hear him. <laughs> 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 and that's not meant to be second. like he told that story. He's like, oh man. Told yeah. him the wrong ear. Wrong ear, ear right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, the miraculous, what do you do? Yeah.
0: But, but, but in that place, then what do you do? You go, excuse me. Excuse me. I mean, right? Excuse yeah. me. Wrong here, excuse me. I'm only seeing menace, trees yeah. walking. And sometimes the pressure mm-hmm. of a miracle has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. A miracle you can't just be honest about here's where it is. Yeah. This is where it is. And and things are progressive. And then when we when we, as you say, Deli, we're all miracles in the making. Mm-hmm. And the template on our life where I know God's working, mm-hmm. you look at me right now, mm-hmm. How you doing? Has God changed in your life? When we baptize someone, old things passed away; all things become new. That's how we went mm-hmm. from this from this chapter in Mark about the making of a miracle and the progressive nature. That's how that's how my mind went to Second Corinthians five. Mm-hmm. Old things passed away; all things become new. Mm-hmm. We say that over people; they come out of the water, and everything is not new. Right? It's just it's everything is not is not new. Right. The car you drove in is the car you're going to leave with. Like it's that's the car. It's perspective. My perspective can change. How I see Christ, how I see spiritual activity, how I, how I see, frankly, how I see how the Lord works mm-hmm. right. can change. Yeah. And I think what we're, we're saying is our view of how God works can change from this top shelf, utopian, every miracle is right now and 100% to, well, maybe the way the Lord works is a bit less linear mm-hmm. and a bit more progressive. Yeah. And a bit more unfolding, and right. it doesn't make it. Here's the gift. Here is the gift.
2: doesn't make it any less miraculous. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And there's a trust. You said something Sunday that I always think is a hilarious mm-hmm. demonstration. You, you invited everybody. You said, okay, I'm going to do some miracles. <laughs> <And> you, prepared, <laughs> you prepared your spit. You got a big laugh on that, too. Yeah. But mm-hmm. even in that, you know, I've had so many people talk about and think about and wonder why Jesus all of a sudden has to do all this as part of the miracle. Yeah, and I think happens. it goes back to what you're saying. I think sometimes God is just trying to teach us with the miracle, and teach us trust. Because the five loaves, two different cases, obviously in the scripture, the way he feeds the 4,000 men and then the 5,000 men, their families. If we are still like the children of Israel waiting for manna to drop, at some point we're missing the lesson of trust in God. Well, it says
0: here, it says the Pharisees, I mean, before this whole thing where I I began preaching, it says the Pharisees came to him and they they're like, show us a sign. He's like, you're not getting a sign. Yeah. Yet he does miracles, but they want to see the sign. They want the proof. It needs to happen this way. And are we overlooking, rhetorical question, the miracle's in the making. That's right. When God is at work, not as quickly as we want personally or even for someone else's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we filter through and recognize? And then the Corinthians 5 bit was, here is the ministry of reconciliation, colon. Here's, it, here's, what, it, here's what it equals. God is reconciling the world to himself through Jesus, and we do not hold men's sins to their account. Yeah. That is pretty radical stuff. Yeah. To recognize, it's almost like smoking flax, bruised reed. Like, man, that is almost extinguished. But he said, I don't, I don't discount that. Like, the, the, I'm, I celebrate the slightest trickle, tickle movement of God in someone's life when you think about a smoking wick right you got a fire that's fine you blow it out it glows and then that glow goes out and it begins to smoke mm-hmm. well we all walk away from that candle that candle is extinguished we don't stand there and wait for the, we walk as far as we're concerned that candle is extinguished except that's the exact example that is used that it's not over and i love the idea of being able to see god do things in someone's life that is so seemingly minuscule, minor, almost insignificant, and almost over, it encourages me. Yeah. I celebrate it.
2: If there's any formula to that, and, and we honestly are not trying to be white linen with organic plants and incense burning here. We're serious. Think If there's anything that is a formula to what you're saying, it's truly learning to be grateful for what God is doing through you and in you. And it's personal. It's very personal. Some people may not think it's a miracle that I'm not fighting and jumping over the desk. Mm -hmm. However, personally, I know that's a miracle. Mm -hmm. And so it's about a personal gratitude and recognition of Jesus and what he has done in us. And I, that's not us trying to be deep. I I was just talking to somebody yesterday, one of my young people, and they were just telling me. They said I asked God to show me a sign, and just come into my dreams and let me have good dreams. I said, "Well, that's where really you messed up. You're looking for a sign when there's all these things around you. You had to skip past your personal journey. You had to skip past the, all of the blessings in your life." to ask God to do something else. And so I, that, we have to get away from that culture of desiring God to show us, just because it's problematic, but the second part of that is we have to ask, are we really examining our lives and being grateful for the miraculous? Yeah, the work uh, of the Lord. The work of the Lord in us, yeah.
3: We are about to enter into a new semester of freedom. So my mind, all the things that we're talking about and processing from Sunday, uh, is just a another reason why we do freedom each year. Because uh, you saw the example of the the man who replied to Jesus when he asked how he could see, and he said, "I see trees." Uh, Sometimes that's where we find ourselves in particular parts of our lives, and the beautiful thing about freedom is it walks us through how to say, "Hey, I'm only seeing." trees, or I don't see miracles around me, or I want this or I want that. And the 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 making of a miracle or the progressive of the miracle of what being free is and finding fullness of life, having the courage to speak up and say, the truth is, this is how I feel. The truth is, this is what I want. The truth is, oh, I didn't know these things is the gift that our freedom curriculum Um, as we go through in small groups with leaders and talking around a table and processing the Word of God is truly miraculous. And we've seen so many people mature and grow uh, with things maybe they didn't even know that they needed a miracle in their own personal lives and God relationship.
0: So that's the freedom of the unfolding. Mm. And WBGL has a special podcast or some kind of some kind of story mm-hmm. bit or something like that called the unfolding. Mm. And it really is this unraveling mm-hmm. of the rubber band ball, you know, where you take things off and you peel peeling the onion right. and slowly. Uh, the things that were, when we got in our own way, when mm-hmm. others hurt us, that we have an enemy of our soul, mm-hmm. right? All of those multiple levels of things. And I, I feel like we're such a right now society. That, that can infiltrate our psyche, and uh, we may need to work hard to embrace the, the reality of the slow, uh, the yes. reality of the unfolding. Yeah. and not be ticked off about it, but embrace it and
3: or self-doubt the about Lord it.: is feeling even sometimes going through the curriculum for the first time. Amazing things happen, yet there's still something. And we have found those of us who continue to serve in the, a manner of actually leading yeah, or true. going through a group again, it is, a, it is truly miraculous. Every time we go through this curriculum as teachers, you and I, the things we see that we didn't see 10 years ago. Well, you guys, or I mean, we, we, have all, we all went through the
0: curriculum as participants. Yeah. <clears throat> we didn't have any idea what the weekend was going to be. Yeah. And then we did the weekend. And then we've all worked the weekend, mm-hmm. at least one and sometimes many, right? Good. Picking up something different every time. When yeah. people come back and work the weekend, I'm like, oh, it's going to be a completely different experience. How can that be? Because you're in a different place. Yeah. Right. And you're seeing things differently from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that you were unsure about that filled your mind, you're not unsure about it anymore. You know what? You know what, how the songs are going to roll. You know how the presentations are going to be. So that's not filling space. So now you can be open to other things, other venues and vehicles, and Melinda used to uh, uh, highlight her freedom book in different colored pens, you know, there's a half a dozen different colored things in there, that, and it's, this is, y- you may have never been in this freedom curriculum at all, you've done this with your own Bible, Yes, you've read it, mm-hmm. you've read it, it's been read to you, it's been, in the last two weeks, a couple Sundays ago, I preached two things I have never, I'm 32 years preaching Never have I preached those two points. Never have I even come close to touching on them. 32 years. And so we all have those experiences, I believe, when you're in the Word that like something, we call it a rhema. In fact, I think you sent me a note about rhema Word today, right? Yeah. It was that moment of like something just hits, and there it is. And you, you didn't see it before. And yeah. uh, that's the exciting piece. Mm-hmm. Stuff is working. And there's an interesting experience. Um, our background being Pentecostal, Melinda and I, and uh, so speaking in tongues is part of that, and there's a, a very interesting story i wrote I wrote about it in a, in a book that I did, but I'll give you a brief on it. There was this guy that had maybe in his twenties uh, late twenties, had a lot of hurt in his life, his dad was a minister, but failed, failed in the ministry, a lot of shame it was in south uh, south america in Brazil in fact and uh, so uh, you have the the missionary who's an American but speaks Portuguese in Brazil, right? And then you have the pastor that I was connected to, that went down there but doesn't speak doesn't speak Portuguese. And so uh, this man is being prayed over, and he's not very open, right? The son that his father failed and all the stigma and all the other stuff. But he's in the altar, he's got his hands up, he's praying, and he's saying things like, "Thank you for healing me, thank you for your restoration." Uh, thank you for healing my soul, and different things like that, right? These healing words, Mm -hmm. and I praise you, and I thank you for restoring me, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so my American, follow with me, the American pastor, who doesn't speak Portuguese, is standing there praying over the guy and not thinking a thing about it. The American missionary who speaks the Portuguese is going crazy next to him. And they look at each other like, what's going on? He said, that guy does not speak English. Now here's the, that's cool. First of all, that's cool if you don't speak English and you're speaking English. Mm. You're speaking in tongues, you're speaking English, okay? That's cool. It was full sentences. It had starts and stops. <laughs> like thought, right? Wow. right? Yeah, cohesive thought. Here's the here's the powerful piece, so I tell you. I mean not all that's all cool, but the powerful piece is that the man's affect did not change. Mm. The man's face did not change. Yeah. His spirit was confessing things mm. right, right, yeah. that his body never caught up to. Yeah. That's unbelievable, right? The work of the Spirit in our lives and the work of ministry that's happening in our life, and it doesn't even yet register in our emotion Mm. or in our our mental psyche, right? Mm. Not even there, but the Spirit is saying. "Yeah." Spirit is confessing. Thank you for healing. Thank you for the story. That's miraculous. (laughs) That story's cool on a lot of levels, but that bit where God is working... In us, and to come together and be able to celebrate that is a game changer. Yes, it, is. it is a culture changer. It is mm-hmm. powerful. I think it's what we're striving to do here.
1: Yeah, I was I was just about to say that. I, I mean, in a similar sense, I'm thinking of how <laughs> we we strive and we hope that when somebody walks in the door, they're able to get a sandwich, be healed, yeah, right. whatever they need, right? yeah. yeah, whatever they need, right? right? And I and I think about that and in the instances of our service or just when even when it's it's Monday through Saturday and I'm just in here, you know, or we're just in here in this building, whoever walks in the door that we're listening to the Holy Spirit, being able to pray and speak into something or something happens and speak into an, a situation or an instance and not even blink bat an eye at it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like there's been times where I know that I've prayed over someone on a Sunday morning or something. And to me, I'm like, that was terrible. Mm. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Literally, I'm just like, <laughs> yes, I didn't feel the Holy Spirit so in any of that. That yeah. was terrible. I'm just yeah. speaking, and I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, literally, I, I don't know if that's ever happened to you guys. You're laughing, so I'm sure it yeah, has. of course. <laughs> but, and then, you know what happens? Mm. I do. Yeah. Is, is months later. They tell you. They tell you, yeah. right? They, they enlighten you to the fact that you said this. I'm like I don't remember that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and and you spoke to this, and you didn't know, or you d- yeah. you texted me this, or you called me and said this, or you came to me in this situation, and yeah. that was life
2: changing. Right. That's the like, word, man. Yeah. The word talks about the Holy Spirit. Grown mm. With mm. Utterings. That's mm. the key yeah, right? that we don't even know about.
1: But we put yeah. but we put so much emphasis and so much thought and so much into, into the, the formula, right? Yeah. The, the one plus two equals three. And yeah. so therefore, um, I didn't feel the Holy Spirit. Uh, you were not kneeling on the ground. You didn't have your <laughs> hands open. So you mm. didn't actually receive what I just prayed for mm. you. And therefore, this isn't going to happen. But yeah. the thing is, that's not the way God works. And right? <laughs> that
2: leads to the misdirection that you've addressed. I want you to get into that, that you addressed heavy in the sermon, where Peter lands kind of in a space.
0: So the third, the third point of that, first yeah. point is
2: uh, a miracle is not linear.
0: Second point, right. a miracle is progressive. Third point is a miracle can operate through a flawed vessel. Yeah. So these stories, again, back to back to back, bookends on the healing of the blind man. Jesus says, you know, what are people saying about me? You're Elijah and all that. That's the third question. Who do you, who do you say? Mm-hmm. So the first one, do you understand? Do you see? Second question, third one. Based on what you understand and what you see, who do you say I am? Peter says you're the Christ. Now, not in the account of Mark, but in a different account, uh, it is explained a little bit further, and it says, Jesus says, flesh and blood has not revealed that that's to right. you, but my Father. Okay, that's pretty big, pretty big deal. <laughs> Hello, mm. You just gave the revelation of who I am as Messiah, and that was prompted by the work of the Holy Spirit in your life, mm. whether or not Peter had even received the... Acts 2, baptism of the Spirit or not. Mm. Apparently not. Right. And God working in his life in that space, all of that. But uh, like mm. an absolute uh, f- uh, gift of the Spirit, utterance, word of knowledge kind mm. of thing, right, that he does. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, I don't know, I guess I could look it up. But like, well, I can't. I'm sitting right here. So <laughs> Two verses uh, later. Two right? verses later, right? So he's like, uh, <laughs> he's, he's saying, you're the Christ. Understood. That's verse thirty, and in verse thirty-three he calls him Satan. Yeah, you're Satan. Though. Yeah, he's like, Get behind me, Satan. Because mm-hmm. Peter all of a sudden and I and I explained something, like he's 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 trying to be helpful, mm-hmm. but he's carnal. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's not thinking. And Jesus says, You are thinking about the ways of man, and you are not thinking about the he says, Get behind me, Satan. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. That is what he says. And so one moment. God is flowing through him with a word of utterance, knowledge, prophecy, whatever. Label it, but it's powerful. Yeah, Clearly coming from God the Father, Peter nailed it. And you know, what are we talking, 45 seconds later? Like he's, he, he was off base, so much so that <laughs> Jesus thought it appropriate to call him Satan. Yeah, Get behind me, Satan. That's crazy.
2: That's the word for us right now. It is. I have to point that out. Well,
0: the same guy, right? And so we can be flawed. God can use us in our brokenness. And sincere.
2: We're just sincerely
0: wrong. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Trying to help. But that's the whole point. And and the love of Jesus and, you know, hey, Satan, I don't know. If Jesus calls me Satan, I could be, I got a couple choices there. I could be ticked off, how dare you? Or Mm -hmm. I could go, hmm, I think. I no. think he means business. Yes. Like, this is, this is serious. Yeah. Well, you know what? This is kind of a silly, uh, silly example, but you could liken it to, uh, now Andy or Andrew J. Smith. You know, you get your whole name read to you. Okay, that's a different deal, right? Yeah. Parents are in a different place when they read your whole name to you mm. and you're in trouble. So get behind me, Satan. point being, we can, we can drift. We can be an oracle of God with a word of knowledge, a few minutes later,
1: mm. off base. Yeah.
0: Now, that could be a, a compromised kind of statement or a qualifying, m- allow mediocrity, but it, it's, just the, it's just the matter of fact of how it worked out. Mm. Right? And Peter denies, not once, not twice, yep. but three times, has a heads up. I've argued that the sin of Peter on that day was worse than the sin of Judas.
3: Mm. I'll make you think about. Well,
0: Peter, Peter had done something like prep him, mm-hmm. the rooster crowed and crowed again, you know, like heads up, man. And Jesus says, It's gonna happen to you this day. Mm-hmm. And whoever dipped in the sop, that whole thing, it was all the guys were sitting there that had a little bit of ambiguity to it. And then seven weeks later,
3: mm-hmm.
0: from Passover to Pentecost, seven weeks later, Peter is preaching. Mm-hmm. That's a restoration. For yeah, sure.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And that's and that's the flawed vessel, right? Miracles can right. come, can through, come through a flawed vessel. Right. Because I'm pretty sure yes. in there somewhere he uh, tried to chop off an ear and uh, you know was mad at Jesus and you know said and bad words. Said bad words <laughs> and walked out on the water yeah, and yeah, yeah, you yeah. know and yeah. sank and
3: out of is temper. That, is,
1: that a, is that a perfect vessel? I think not. Right. Like that's that's so um, <laughs> sobering. Mm-hmm. I guess it's well, just so sobering. So, to think about you humanity. know, Let's think about
3: our
0: culture. Like I could yeah. say. Okay, so I missed that one. All right, you know, I didn't, didn't do the right thing on Sunday. I didn't serve the right place. I didn't. But if, if I stood up in church and said, I don't even know him.
3: I, yeah.
1: I, I, <laughs> <laughs> you do it again, right?
0: <laughs> I mean, come on, that's, that's a little bit different than, you know, I'm sorry I messed this up or I'm sorry I was a little harsh here or I, I, didn't, I didn't exegete that word correctly in Galatians 6, you know. Mm-hmm. But to stand up and go. Uh, do, you know do you know him? him? No. Do you know him? No. uh uh. Yeah. Never heard of him. Nope. You sure? Uh, I just told him. Then you. just use bad language so that it looks the point. like yeah. swear yeah. to prove the point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to prove Not the point. Not identify with yeah,
3: him out of fear. Another another of fear. Our humanity and fear in the moment. Broken, yeah. yeah. Yep.
0: Which again I think should give us great joy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Hope. And great hope. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. God use us. God uses us. I was telling Della there's a I heard this first from uh Patrick Linchoni, it's called The Law of Moral Attribution. And think of attribution, you attribute it to something or someone, and morals. Mm-hmm. So Delia and I were talking, mm-hmm. and uh, he, uh, he looks at porn, and I look at porn. And I'm like, you're a jerk, man. You're a slug. You're a deadbeat, worthless. you got a wife and kids and everything else. And mm-hmm. I'm just all over him, attaching morality to his failure. Mm-hmm. Now, I look at porn, but I'm under a lot of pressure
1: right now. Okay.
0: Or hey, we could I have fl- an excuse. Or we could flip the school yeah, script. Right. You're like, my sure. wife is pregnant right now. Yeah. And yeah.
1: you know. but, justifying myself. Yeah, yep.
0: yeah. That's the thing that we can often do, and we think, okay, God, you're, a, I'm a work in progress. Thank you for it, right? Mm-hmm. And we all breathe that in for us mm-hmm. as a miracle in the making. But other people struggling, yes. other people that look like a train wreck, mm-hmm. <laughs> are also a miracle. In the making, that bruised reed, that smoking flax, Mm. and celebrating, Mm. it's so, so, so exciting to see, as it were, the fingers of God Mm. moving through congregations and moving through people Mm. and touching these lives. When someone maybe stands, someone maybe walks to the front for prayer Mm -hmm. and doesn't even raise their hands and just stands there, but they walk to the front. Mm. I've seen people walk up. Stone-faced, turn around, walk back stone-faced. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah, it but doesn't they, look like a but shift. But they yeah. walked
0: up. Yes. And, and for Split some, courage. it's moving your lips and no sound came out, right? Yep. For others, it's just reaching out and asking someone to pray. For others, it's silently opening your heart to the, even the fact. For some, it's even being in the building. Mm-hmm. Just
3: walking just in. Just
0: miraculous. Yeah. And the Lord is, nobody comes to the Lord except the Spirit draws. That's right, yeah. So when folks are around, mm-hmm. the presence of the Lord is drawing them. Super exciting.
2: Yeah, and, uh, to be our, celebrated. Well, I pray that we become more aware of that, that we become more aware of the move of God in that sense and not necessarily look for something that is so grand or, you know, grandized that we're not really looking for the move of the Holy Spirit. And second, that our sincerity doesn't ever cause us, you said something a couple of weeks ago, And some might find it controversial, but there I think there's employment for that. That the Jesus of a thing has to exceed our looking at the letter of a thing and how Jesus responds. I think that's how our sincerity sometimes gets us in trouble because we're looking for things to look a a certain way or to happen a certain way. When in truth Jesus, if you can just speak to your heart in a moment, He's doing what the letter was trying to do in the first place, or what mm. the miraculous was trying to teach us mm. in the first place just through working in us. Mm. And that's, that's just something that I'm praying for in this time, not just for Christ's way, but the whole body of Christ, that we don't get so sincere sometimes in our understanding of theology of the Bible or, or the way that a scripture is written, that we use it as an opportunity to condemn what Christ is actually doing. It's exactly what Peter did. He's like, there's no way I'm gonna let my savior die. Well, the whole New Testament's gonna be based on this Mm -hmm. Satan. (laughs) (laughs) I know a lot of people are like, man, Jesus is being me, but he's like, he knows this is one of those cutting guys that will pull his sword at any moment that literally is telling Jesus the entire basis of what's going to be Delhi's freedom mm-hmm. 2,000 years from now and yes. Arctic's freedom. And yep. I'm not going to let you do this. Mm-hmm. And he was sincere in that. Yes. And I just think that that applies to this time that mm-hmm. we're in, is that we have to be Christ-like mm-hmm. in our choices that we make. And by the letter, it may be very easy to condemn those choices, mm-hmm. but they are the miraculous happening in real time mm. and that is always going to be radical that's never going to be practical
1: mm. yeah I, I would just uh-huh. man that was good yeah Whew, man I, I just replay that just yeah. saying i was thinking about <laughs> i mean do that but get re- back to yeah. yeah. i mean i just i was just thinking about when you said that peter right i'm thinking again later in peter or not in peter but peter is There's something coming down from the sky and get up and... Same guy. Same guy, same Mm -hmm. situation. Yeah.
2: Same struggle with what you you just said. Hey, we just saw Jesus die on the cross and shed buckets of blood. Send his Holy Spirit and set on us like fire. Mm. Now go get circumcised. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Same guy. Sure. -hmm. So he didn't get it because in his sincerity, he it's And you talked about it, Melinda, with freedom. If there's anything that sticks out with freedom to me is... We want to choose the law sure. in our flesh, in yeah, our canality. See. We want it to be, mark this, don't mark that, don't mark that, because it's in our nature, or it's against our nature, to do the Christ-like thing, mm-hmm. to choose the tree of life. Mm. So I'm just praying that for all of us in our walks with Christ that we can stop choosing that, that tree of the knowledge of good and evil and trying to condemn by the letter of the law None of us would be here if it's by that. Yeah. yeah.
0: You want to close us out? Sure. Mm. For today? Yeah. Approaching one hour. No, <laughs> Just kidding. Well, good, I have good, two good, more good. points. <laughs> and... <laughs> Hold on, yeah. Hold on, let me pull out my other notes now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you for... Uh, not only what is happening among our community at Christway, but what you're doing individually in us. And for those who will hear this in the future, those who are listening to this the same day that it was uploaded, that uh, whether it be progressive, whether it be linear, um, you continue to ask us, do we see and do we understand? And who do you say, who do we say that you are? And so thank you for your patience with us. Thank you for giving us opportunities to examine um, and acknowledge our flaws and our tenacity to chase things Mm -hmm. um, and do it from the tree of knowledge of good and evil while still wanting to be in the tree of life from the language from our freedom curriculum. So we just acknowledge um, the miracle of you even just in salvation and and how you uh, are our rescuer, and how sometimes it's instantaneous, sometimes it's a uh, a, a long walk through our life. And so we want to acknowledge that, we want to thank you for that opportunity for us to be a Monday through Saturday kind of church where we continue to discuss and talk and handle and think and serve each other and hold each other up, and um, we're really grateful. And I pray for those as they um, hear this that their hearts will be encouraged and strengthened and, and being uh, just in their humanity and then letting the miraculous of who you are to rescue us and change our hearts and fill us full of your spirit. So we acknowledge that. We thank you, and uh, we have great hope in you and however you choose to do it with us as a community and as individuals. We thank you for that, and it is all for your glory. May we reflect you to each other. I pray this in your name. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, last night I was able to uh, uh, help someone upload uh, Podbean, and they were excited about beginning mm-hmm. to listen to uh, the uh, Christ Way Connect podcast. So nice. fun when I get to, to do that for folks. So to the new friends that are listening, uh, welcome, and thank you for being with us. Thanks for being here today, mm-hmm. friends. and. Uh, Thank you, Lord, for your help with us. Until next time, uh, know that we love you, rooting for you. Take care.